Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by Non-Stop Dogwear, releasing your dog's potential through robust, reliable and ergonomically designed gear. Whether that dog is small or big, purebred or a mix, a world champion or a family dog, does not matter. All dogs are equal and deserve nothing but the best. Dog jackets are more than just fashion. They keep your dog happy and comfortable in any condition, allowing you to get out and have fun together, whatever the weather. Check out Nonstop's new range of trekking dog raincoats and insulated jackets. Head to your local Nonstop Dogwear stockist. Does your dog wear a raincoat? I've learned something today on this episode. Well, I'm going to try something out. Um, because I've never put pickle in a raincoat or a insulated jacket. Um, but actually, Jason from Nonstop Dogwear might have changed my mind. And I know you use jackets, don't you, Michelle? I do. Um, Poppy is, she's she's a sound, I think. Um, <laughs> and she, I do worry that she gets cold. So I do occasionally, I wear the Nonstop hunting jacket. Um, when it gets very cold, when we go out on runs or walks. Um, and I also do have a raincoat for her as well, because I do worry that she gets cold. So it's interesting that we both treat our dogs so differently there, isn't it? Well, we know that from Christmas and everything, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I shall uh, see. I, what you said made sense to me in, you know, referring back to how I feel. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll say Does your into- dog wear a raincoat if you're listening out there? We would love to know. Yeah, or an insulated jacket. Come to that. So do check out the episode. Hello, welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today we're joined again by Jason Pascoe from Nonstop. You'll remember we did a very detailed chat with him um, a while back all about dog harnesses. And today we're back to chat about coats in particular. Now, Jason, thanks for joining us again. Um, you're just recently back from the IFSS, I believe. How did it all go? Yeah, it went pretty well. Um, <laughs> pretty <laughs> <almost> well. Too- <laughs> yeah, Be well, modest yeah, there, okay. Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't always tend to talk about um, results, but yeah, it was, qu- it was quite good. World champion, so yeah. Happy with that. Can't, can't complain at that, can you? No. I've had a... We're giving you a little round of applause for that. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> I've had a controversial um, world championship before and a silver before. So this gold was, yeah, I think was needed. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, very, very glad to hear it's gone your way at last. <laughs> Thank you. Good. It, looked like a good, it looked like a good weekend. It was a bit wet, wasn't it? Uh, no, actually, uh, Spain, we were in Spain and it was at points a little warm on the first oh, day. Right. Um, but the, the second day, yeah, it got yeah, reasonably cold. So it was great for the dogs and it was really tough course. Um, we didn't really need rain because that would have made it much worse. It was a really tough course compared to what we've been used to in the recent years. All right, tough in what sense? How did it differ? 
so the first um, sort of mile, mile three quarters was pretty fast. Um, and then you went straight into, uh, well, it was like sand dunes, like rollers. Um, oh. it, it was tough. It, it just felt like the whole of the last two thirds of the race were, were uphill. That's what it felt like. And it was, it was, it was over 5k. It was, uh, nearly 6k actually. So yes, yeah. that's, um. Yeah, hard work. And and especially if dogs are raced to 5K, then that little extra bit takes the energy out of them, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I mean, gen- yeah, lucky lucky the dogs were, I mean, I always overtrain them. I'm not overtrain, <laughs> you know, overtrain distance. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get that clear. <laughs> I, I, I would, yeah, I'd never stop at sort of, you know, just 5K because, you know, sometimes if the human has a bad day, then, you know, the dogs are actually working that bit harder so it's better that they're more prepared I'm not saying yeah. i don't prepare myself i always prepare myself a lot anyway yeah, but we just... but we can have off days as, as can our dogs as well can't they yeah so, i anyway. think i had a i had a odd day uh, well, off day um sort of mentally really so i think that put a bit of pressure on the dog again because you know but you got there yep good you got that in the end, so that's brilliant, excellent. So we wanted to get you back on because um, Nonstop have uh, developed a new range of waterproof dog coats, um, which we want to talk about. Um, but I think my first question to you is, because we've been debating this and having a bit of a conversation before we started recording, why do dogs need to wear raincoats? Because isn't there fair for waterproof? It's... It's got a it's got a lot to do with the muscles as well as you know generally you know their their muscle groups are you know pretty much the same as ours you know at you know if they're running around at full speed then they're keeping quite warm um, but there will be a point where they start to slow down um, you know their muscles start to cool down. But but sometimes the dog actually starts to slow down because they're getting cold. Oh right, um, okay. You know, it's it's and and again, some dogs don't have as much fur as others. It's a little bit like the um, the huskies. You know, if they're racing in the long distance races, you know, although huskies are out there, you know, racing without coats. When when they stop, they certainly are wearing coats um yeah you know big teams will be wearing uh prima loft coats which is a um very high insulation uh loft material to keep the muscles and that warm to stop them getting injured it's a bit like the human you know i i, I wouldn't go outside wearing uh, just a pair of shorts if it was quite cold weather because you know you have got the chance of injury and that's yeah. the same, same with dogs. You know, the older the dog is, are as well, the, there's there's a chance of arthritis, um, which would affect them in the cold. So, you know, wearing a dog coat covering their main muscles groups makes quite a difference. Now, I was going to say, because Nonstop have developed some raincoats, uh, or some newer raincoats, haven't they? So, um, is it Yeah, raincoats a- and, and insulated coats. Yeah. Sort of both. So, if it's... So you even if a dog was racing, putting a raincoat on afterwards 
would still be beneficial. Yeah, I mean, with with with, with mine, I when when they finished, I always put a coat on after racing because yeah. they're going to cool down, you know, quite quickly. You know, I've got a I've got one of my pointers. He's he loves swimming, um, and he swims up and down, and he wouldn't stop until we told him to get out. As soon as he comes out, he's freezing. He's shivering. Yeah. He's, you know, you may think, yeah, he's a dog. He's fine. But, but no, I don't take the risk. He's, yeah, he certainly needs to have his coat on. He's a little bit older, but then I've got the youngsters, um, you know, a puppy here. She, uh, yeah, it's not that cold out, but I, I still have a, a shield over her to stop the wind from getting her cold, just protecting her muscles. And then I guess you, that's the you know the differ between a raincoat and maybe an insulated coat. Raincoat keeps the rain off, but it still keeps the wind off. Yeah. So it stops them from getting that chance of. It's probably what I need when I do the southwest coast path with pickle, isn't it? In the horrible weather that we always get down in Cornwall. I hadn't really yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're not always always running around at full speed. You know, they, they they'll slow down and eventually, and you know. You, you can't ask them if they're getting cold. You, you know, <laughs> no, that's very true. I hadn't really thought about that before, actually. To be yeah, fair, I guess when you're walking with Pickle, doing the Southwest Coast Path, she's she's in harness, isn't she, as well? So yeah, she's, you're just walking, tracker. so she's potentially is getting a little bit colder. Yeah, and I have, yeah, I, I mean, have, and this is really interesting. The process is, but I have thought, oh no, it's horrible and wet out there, poor thing. But I haven't thought about putting a coat on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's just it's just something that, uh, for me, I, I say it kind of goes without saying in a way. And I mean, I know I get quite cold in comparison to some people who, who don't, you know, get that cold. And, and dogs are going to be the same. Yeah. You know, even though you feel yeah. your dog is, you know, how do you know? I don't. No. Just whether she's a bit sad, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're right. No, you, you've well, you've made me think about it now, Jason. So, so tell us about your new coats. And you've got two new coats coming out. Um, are they have they been launched? Uh, no. This the recent two. No, they. So we have we we've always had sort of um, coats as such, um, but as time's gone on, we we've kind of try to develop um coats in in line with the the human you know kind of outdoor range in that the more efficient the coat the better it is for the dog um you know this comes at a price um our top top end um raincoat the fjord raincoat is is actually quite expensive because you're using quite expensive materials um the the new the new coats that are coming out are, are basically a little bit cheaper for people who can't quite stretch to the the fjord raincoat but still offers the um you know the fabric that would allow the dog to to breathe i'm sure you've got questions a bit later about you know the materials why we've gone for these materials but you know it, it does make a difference in when you put the coat on the dog. Some people will say, okay, the the dog's going to get too hot, but that's where the material comes in. It's a bit like running but, kit for us. It's breathable. 
but as yeah. you say, we'll uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So then in the answer to your question, the the two the two new coats, the the rain the trekking raincoat and the insulated um, coat are are the basically the more affordable to add to our range is um yeah we think it's going to be great for the the retail piqued by this breathability aspect jason because and i'll i'm just going to relate this to running jackets again i'm constantly on the hunt for a decent running jacket because i find you can either have one that's completely waterproof and you'll just sweat in it or you can have one that isn't completely waterproof but more breathable so how have you how have you managed to make these coats both waterproof and breatheable um th there are i mean th there are running coats out there this so so essentially our products are made in outdoor factories yeah they they're not made in in um dog wear factories so no. we're, we're using you know materials that are from the outdoor world yeah okay so but so essentially <laughs> It, like anything, it comes down to the more money you spend, the more likely you are to have the material to do what you're you're asking, <laughs> what you've just asked. Um, you know, with with a running jacket, obviously you get really hot when you when you start to run, so you, you need that breathability. So you need a, a material that's going to be able to breathe to to ten thousand. At the same time, you need a, a material that's going to allow, say, 10,000 waterproof rating. So it's mm -hmm. 10,000 mils of water, you know, in a, in a single day before the material starts to leak, if you like. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that value can go up. So, so our new um, raincoat is, is waterproof and breathable to 10,000, which is, which is pretty high. Yeah. Um, in in comparison, the Fjord raincoat is actually waterproof and breathable to twenty thousand. Wow. Which is, um, you know, you it's it's like a Gore-Tex is is known as a material that is very waterproof, very breathable, very expensive. Um, yeah. you know, ours is 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 pretty similar. It's you know, it's a two point five layer material that allows that waterproofing and breathability to happen so if you were to you know from a human point of view i mean someone could probably describe this a little better than me <laughs> um <laughs> but it's it can be very expensive to to get a, a a human running coat that works how you want it to work i mean we do it we actually have one ourselves <laughs> Oh, do non-stop yeah non-stop do have a you know waterproof breathable running coat it's actually the lightest ever produced for mm -hmm. a human running coat oh wow i never knew that i'll be having a look afterwards yeah it, and it, it's, <laughs> it's incredibly expensive but yeah. it's uh, i'm sure it's something like 90 grams or something it's um wow. it's yeah well chris would have come in well yeah <laughs> and we have the again so, the 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 um a dog coat as well that's the same material as that i mean this is they're quite extreme yeah you know that it's about as good as you can get wow that they're, they're yeah 
So, so, so the new ra- the new raincoat and insulated jacket, so they're sort of not as uh, waterproof as your top range, but they've still got a good waterproof rating, I suppose. Ten thousand is 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 in line with any other dog coat on the market that that is waterproof and be- breathable. Um, that's that's a good rating, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very good. Is it? Yeah, it's as high as there is in in you know in the market. It's just that our fjord raincoat, the foot, the one we brought out last year, is waterproof to twenty thousand and breathable to twenty thousand, which is much higher than anything else available. Um, but as I say, it's uh, you know it, it's expensive in comparison. The fjord one that you'd probably use in sort of higher, sort of colder and wetter conditions than maybe we get here in the UK, and so the the, the raincoat that you just brought out is sort of. You know, it's not just for canny crossers, is it? No, it, it. I mean, they they start at size um, 27, 27, 30, 33. So it, it's for the whole pet range, pet market, from the smallest dogs to the to the biggest ninety centimeters. They're designed for just everyday use, just walking and trekking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. everyday everyday use. I mean, you know, even the smallest dogs that that you know don't do too much again you know they're the ones that that probably could do with the the coat more than say the bigger dogs who get they're likely to get colder quicker and so just talk about sizing then if you've gone from that because i was speaking to a friend who's just bought a uh non-stop dog coat and they were saying that the reason they did that in the end was because the sizing was brilliant and it would fit their sort of odd shaped dog who is a kind of dog so how do you how did you, you you just sort of quoted numbers at me which actually if i'm honest didn't really make any sense because you know yeah okay <laughs> yeah so for a the the way that the design of the coat allows um the the sizing and the measuring of the coat to be just the length of it so, so the length the, of the dog the length of the dog yeah so from the base of the neck to the base of the tail in centimeters will will get you the correct length dog coat quite simply if you say for instance um uh my sister has a um a very long dog put it that way and close to the ground <laughs> um, <laughs> right yeah okay <laughs> uh so for, for for her dog um to to have a leave 65 centimeters in length um, for a dog that's that's very short, would be quite difficult to fit, unless yeah. unless you had a design that allowed it. Um, it's very very difficult on the podcast to sort of describe um, describe the fitting of it. But it, it's basically the coat goes over the head, and then the the actual sides of the coat are strapped under the body, right, right, and then clipped on the back. So it pulls the the bottom the base of the coat up oh i see so the dog's circumference is irrelevant really that that can fit any circumference. yes yeah. yeah so it 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 pulls the coat into the belly right it, it's quite unique in in the it, it does literally come over the head and then and then obviously you have the length because you you've you've measured correctly in centimeters um <laughs> And and then the body's clipped onto the back, if you like. 
it's to say it's quite difficult to no, 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 it's it is a very very easy fit that does uh it does make sense to me actually yeah, and also so you if you've got deep chest yeah yeah with it with it's very very difficult um because of the deep chest and, and then it's a one that we had at Crufts, I, I forget how many times or how many <laughs> coats we sold to Whippets, but that would be the first thing. Do you have a coat to fit a Whippet? And uh, yeah. I, I point to a mannequin that we, we have there that's wearing the coat and within, you could probably fit it within 30 seconds. Are they? Do they come in nice colours? Because obviously that's quite important as well. <laughs> For me. <laughs> Yeah, so the, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the fjord raincoat comes in in yeah many colours. However, the new trekking um, comes in just black and and the insulated just black, basically to not to take away you know sort of sales from the fjord raincoat. Really, right? So yeah. again, it's 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 keeping. To, to keep the price down for people who want that level of coat. Yeah, basically you can have it's it's Henry Ford, isn't it? Essentially, you can have any colour as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah. To keep the price down. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, it kind it, it kind of helps, you know, say from our end to be able to retail to you know to the customer who can't you know, can't afford the, the fjord raincoat, which again, color color costs. You know, yeah. and if 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 we're able to, you know, deliver a material um, at a, a very good price, you know, the it, it needs to be in one color. But, did did you? This is a bit of a stupid question. Compared to what we were talking about, or following from what we were talking about earlier, a dog can't tell you if it's feeling cold or not, but. Do you test them on dogs, <laughs> and how do you go about that? Um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of testing obviously happens, um, you know, in in Norway, um, but then all all times of all times of year. Um, again, if you if you you can base it a lot on a on a human, you know, with with when it comes down to you know muscles and. We, using the material because the material allows the the breathability and uh, you know it it's it isn't i'd say it isn't possible but it it's less possible for the got the dog to get over hot do you see what i mean yeah, yeah. so if they're wearing a uh say a raincoat for instance in, in the summer when it's you know raining the the breathability is so high the dog is unlikely to get too hot in it. Okay, I see. That was going to be my next question then. Like, at what point of the year should a dog wear a coat? Can these be used all year round, or are they just kind of a winter a winter thing? Yeah, I mean, again, if 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 mine are free running, um, or or we're out walking, I call it free run. But you know, they're running around. They're always sort of, and and it's you know lashing it down with rain. I I tend to put the raincoat on. More for when they've stopped, you know, where they go back to the van. If if they go back to the van and they're soaking wet, that's the time they're going to get cold. You know, yeah, they've been yeah. running around for an hour. You know, the muscles are really hot. Yes, they, they've got 
rained on and they're, they're soaking wet. They're going to jump back in the van until we get to the point we're back home and they're they're toweled off. You know, they they have been wet and possibly cold at that point. Yeah. You know, if the likelihood of us getting back to the van with their coats on, I will then take their coats off and and they're back in the van dry. So there's, yeah. there's you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to make sure that the you know the dog's muscles and are free from Warman. injury at all times really but yeah. was, but i would do this yeah. for, for a pet dog you know as, as 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 more so than than you know say mine that are kind of racing if you like yeah and i think that's important and you do see lots of dogs out and about in coats um but yeah it's whether they're they're sort of doing it for the right reasons or i mean it's funny we've got a We've got a Scandinavian hound here. Um, he originally came from Germany as a pup. So, so you know, he's subjected to the snow and everything. And he, he's 30% husky. Um, when, in an evening, when we have the log burner on in, in, a, in the winter, he is the first to lie by it. So he likes you know, his warmth. He likes his warmth. There must be something in it. Yeah, I, I can never work that out. Pickle, Pickle likes being by the fire as well. But, um, yeah, so that was stupid. I can't remember. It can't work out. <laughs> See again, you know, you, you can't you can't ask them why. No, no, exactly. Why, why but, are you doing yeah. that? Do, do you do you then get cold when you're outside? Possibly, if he's got his coat, you know, his his insulated coat on in the in the cold, then he's he's obviously comfortable. But they must get some warmth out of their fur, though. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose it's if you're out there for a longer time and the getting wet, soaking wet, isn't it? And I, you are making me think about my walk now that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that is forever. It, it's like anything, as you say, the raincoats are at a certain sort of waterproof levels. Dog's fur must be at a certain waterproof level at some point, mustn't it? Yeah, but it also, I mean, you know, they, they have a, a certain amount of fur, but the, the water is obviously going to penetrate if you like i mean yeah. it's going to sit on their skin you know and, and yeah. as as they yeah. start to tire from from running around you know that their their temperature is, is going to go down so do they have any your, your new coats that you've done um do they have extra features beyond like um reflect i can't say that word Re- reflect <laughs> in fact i can't do it now reflectivity there we go yeah yeah so all the coats are reflective yeah um if they're out at night and you shine a torch they 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 light up very very well they've got scotch bright in them ah fab and are they suitable for use with a harness like mine is all is she's very rarely off the lead so she's always wearing a harness for walking as well are they yep so there's a there's a point for um uh, short harness so you can connect the leash through um and that's got a cover on it as well so the water can't penetrate at that point oh fantastic yeah so they and the same and, and the same for a collar so because the okay. the neck is it's got a long neck on it it's as well which neck, isn't it yeah yeah you can fold the neck back but mm-hmm. if you're if you're wearing it with the high neck you can actually pull that neck in as well so the water doesn't seep down through the neck but it also again has a um, an attachment point where the leash goes, and and obviously if they're wearing right. a, a a long harness, then then it attaches to the back anyway. So what about wearing a slip lead? 
it, would that just go around just over the top of it? Uh, you you could put the the slip leash on and then feed back the handle through through the um, attachment point, That's and they they also have sort of leg straps at the back to stop the back flapping around if you were to if they're wearing say a long harness. Yeah, it stops the you know the back sort of flipping up if you like. So they easy to get on and off. Yep. 30 seconds, I would say, if if that is... Uh... <laughs> I, can, I can see Louise's brain ticking now and thinking I'm going to try a pickle in a coat. Do you think she'll take easily to it? I guess if a dog's never worn a coat before, it could be quite... I guess it's like the first time you put them in a harness, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's the same as putting a harness over their head. You know, yeah. it's it's a yeah. very, very quick process. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 quicker to fit that than the harness itself, yeah. I would say. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, she probably because you don't have to. The legs don't have to go through anything. No. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, excellent. So it sounds, and so the the insulated jacket is sort of the same sort of thing, but obviously not waterproof. Uh, yep, it's waterproof to ten thousand, um, and okay. it again, it, it's it's breathe it's breathable. It uses a pile um, that doesn't get affected um the insulation value doesn't get affected by water so right. even if the water was to penetrate that you you wouldn't lose that insulation value so again using a very expensive material to allow that to happen so if if, if for, yeah i mean if you had a, a feather sort of down material you know sometimes if it got really wet it, it could actually drop whereas this would it's stitched in a way that it actually stays on the body around the dog and provides the heat it needs to yeah brilliant but again at the same time still because it's because the material around that that prima loft type material it, it it still has that breathability you know the outer material so it still allows the dog to breathe so it, it's um it's a bit like a wool base layer, you know, they 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 keep you warm, but at the same time in the summer they, they keep you um cool. from getting yeah, cool too hot. So what sort of prices are these coats, these new ones? So the new raincoat is going to be fifty nine ninety nine. And the, the, the in the insulated one will be about sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Very, very reasonable. Yeah. So in terms of looking after our dog's coats, are they easy to, you know, are they machine washable? How do we care for them and keep that waterproofing up? Is it the same as we do with a, a human jacket? You, I mean, 30 degrees um, would be enough in the washing machine yeah. to, you know, w without detergent. Yeah. Would be, because the, in, a, in an expensive material, um, they have very small holes right yeah. so which allow the material to breathe if you if you use detergent it, it would get into that into the material so it would it's a bit like um you know if they were to get really incredibly muddy um yeah. you know, then then it would eventually stop that you know from happening so it's it's always good to you know wash so I guess we and need to be wiping them down afterwards, don't we, to look after them and the occasional wash. 
Yep. Yep. So, and you, you don't the you don't need to reproof. The material mm. isn't a material that needs reproofing. Okay. It, it's a material that stays as is. It, it just as long as it's washed. And I mean, a, you know, a, a non-bio. If you want to wash it, yeah, you know, non-bio um, washing powder or fluid is um, is fine. That's really, that's really good because yeah, I get really fed up, don't you, with that sort of having to re-waterproof things, and yeah. you just don't do it in the end, do you? So then yeah. you get the um, yeah. no. Which again, it's a you know, it's a material comes down to you know again, the, the, why are these coats so expensive? But you know, it's all these little things that go into the materials yeah. you know, to make them. And people say, why would I spend that amount on the dog? But, you know, if you if you go into the material, you, you know, you know from yourself, why am I, you know, why am I doing this? Like Michelle said earlier, she, she needs a, a coat that doesn't make her sweat so much. You know, yeah. and um, they and are Spend money on ourselves like that. So, yes, yeah, with our dogs. Yep. And generally you find that, you know, the being at shows and stuff that people that know materials, uh, um, you know, will say, well, why is this so expensive? And then, and then you, ex you say what they're made from and they, they understand straight away. So they can, they can see where the, where the money is, or should yeah. I say, you know, the function of it, yeah. you know, the breathability and the, and the insulation value again. And it's, uh, so where are these uh, coats going to be available and when? Have you got a date yet? They will be released to the shops or any any shop in the UK that that sells non-stop dog wear. They will be available to them before the end of next week. So they, they should be shipped to the shops um, Friday or Monday, I believe. Got to go in and pre-order. <laughs> you can do or say is uh, or, or pop in when they're out but yeah that's um be very very um popular as i say our our, our fjord raincoat was incredibly popular um yeah. and you know it's so popular we, we just needed something that was you know available to, to more people really yeah as i say and and that's what this this new range is going to do right and is there anything we've missed out, Jason, about the coats that you wanted to talk about or have we covered everything? I believe we've covered everything. I think we've done quite well there. Yeah, I think we have. Well, yeah, if, if you're out there listening and have any more questions, I'm sure Jason will be happy to answer them so do get in touch with us or directly with Nonstop Dog Wear. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for joining us, Jason. No problem. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Canny Cross Conversations. Thanks to our sponsors, Non-Stop Dogwear. Head to your local Non-Stop Dogwear stockist to check out the new trekking dog raincoat and insulated jacket.